Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the Atypical Youth Ministry Podcast. To episode 28. And I'm dropping a little obscure bomb on this one. This is, I call we this know the, they're obscure. You don't yeah, have to tell us. I, I like to tell us. This is the Nico Goodrum episode because it's baseball time Nobody's going to know who I know who, is. No, I know who Nico Goodrum <laughs> is. Except for Michigan well, people. I don't want to know but, who Nico Goodrum no, is. No, but every team needs a Nico Goodrum. Okay? okay, because he can play any position. He's for the Tigers, in case those who don't know. He plays every position. He's not great at any of them, obviously, but it's something you've got to have in your dugout. He's a good guy. It's called the utility player. Exactly. In today's episode, it's not a flashy episode, but we need to hear this episode. You need to hear this episode. Hold up here. Okay, so. We um, are not doing athletes anymore. That's correct. We I, transition. I transition back. It's time oh to have baseball word. fever. It's spring Remember, training right now. It's 60 all, degrees outside. We're Tigers fans. We should not have baseball fever for another three years. No, we're going to be back. We're going to a game. Oh, yeah, yeah, all 500 of us. But I just want to say that you are flip-flopping. You remember that? uh, Well, you do catch me on the flippity, you know. That's true. Catch you on the flippity flop. No, not whichever way the wind blows. Uh, So this is the human resources episode that you need to hear. Ad lib, Toby Flenderson joke here. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the joke. Thank you. That's the whole joke. But you know what that joke reference is. So I can't get into that at this time. Uh, But we'll be talking about human resources. Uh, That's maternity and paternity leave. Uh, Spouses working with you. Benefits, which encompasses a whole lot of stuff. And one special benefit at the end that we'll discuss. So we are friends and we are talking benefits. (laughs) We'll be right back after... We should have. I should have left before that joke. We'll be right back. <laughs> Someone drop an Old Testament feast. All right, we're back. And by the way. We are the Chosen Ones. I'm Jeff. I'm Joey. And I'm Erica. And we thought you might have forgotten that, so we went ahead and brought it up at this point. So let's get into, we have some interesting human resources issues. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. In our own lives. Okay. That, well, okay, they're, at least they come with an interesting story, I guess. Although, look, we're going to start with maternity leave. No stories on that. No. (laughs) Pretty standard story, I think. Yeah, um, I'm still waiting for my parents to sit me down and tell me about that one. Me too. But uh, let's talk about maternity leave and paternity leave where you work. And I, obviously, by the way, I don't want my parents. I take that back. I'm not waiting anymore. I don't want <laughs> my, my dad's 89. I don't want my 89-year-old dad sitting me down going, here hey, we go. Hey, my, dad, you know I don't need you to sit me down either. Yeah, you know what my, my whole sex talk was? I actually asked my parents because I thought this is – going to happen i don't want to be caught off guard so i said hey dad are we ever gonna have like the talk and he's like the talk and i'm like yeah like you're gonna have a sex talk with me he's like oh yeah don't do it <laughs> Solid. That, was the, yeah, um, that was the whole talk that's so. still sounds uh, pretty I, typical i know this is way off talking but we're rolling so we're gonna go with this i remember i was in elementary school uh, uh, like wow. upper elementary school okay and fifth grade my middle brother who was I was the youngest of five, so he was older than me. He was kind of yelling at my mom, like, 
how bad mother she is <laughs> and that you've never had a talk like that kind of talk with any of us and my mom to shut him up said Joey do you need to talk with me about like this kind of stuff you can say and sex I, yeah sex and it's like Absolutely not. So I knew nothing about like, it. That I seems said, like your dad's I knew, job. I knew I didn't want to talk to my mother about it. So I, I well, said, no, I'm good. My son does not enjoy the fact that I've talked to him about it. He had his first this is it, surface level cursory sex talk uh, when he was eight. And then he had to have one when he was 10. But it's like anytime it's going to be discussed in school, he has to have it. And he was really relieved that. COVID shut down school because it was a week before health <laughs> class and he thought he got out of it but I still had one with him nice. so yeah they don't like having it with any parent really so anytime uh, the word sex is said on TV I always look over at him because it makes him squirm it just <laughs> delights my heart anyways speaking of sex let's talk about maternity leave and paternity leave and obviously maternity leave is a bigger HR concern uh, particularly in this room, so let's let's talk about it. What let's what talk is? About it. Yeah, let's talk about pater, uh, maternity leave at your work. Yeah, so actually, one of the things that brought me to my new church was this topic. Okay. Um, they didn't have necessarily anything set in stone, but my last church had given me an idea of what they were going to give me for maternity leave. You going to just throw them under the bus? And let's hear it. No, I'm not going to throw them on the bus, but they. They had no plan. What were they going to let you do? uh, About a couple weeks. Okay, that makes perfect sense. It wasn't great. (laughs) Um, And so when I was looking at coming to this church now, it was one of the first questions I asked them was, what's your policy? If you don't have one, what is it going to be? Are you uh, ready to make a policy and talk with me about that? And they were willing to talk with me about it. And so they actually ended up making an entire uh, family leave policy because of me, which was pretty cool, well, actually. That, that's two different things. Like one hadn't really thought about it. And then when they were confronted with the issue, they still didn't want to think about it. Yes. <laughs> and the other one was like, well, we want to hire her because she's a qualified youth pastor. So we better talk about it. Yeah. And we weren't planning on becoming pregnant in in this year at all and so it wasn't something i thought that i was gonna need to have that conversation with them about but it ended up only being i was at the church for a couple of months before i had to tell them hey so i'm having a baby this year and so they met and my executive team met and they gave me um actually 12 weeks of maternity leave which i think is very fair that's pretty typical i've never been on it but sounds like a lot but it's pretty typical three months Um, i'll take it yeah Yeah. so three months i get six weeks paid six weeks unpaid i'm allowed to use my vacation weeks on there too if i wanted to tack those on but i'm not gonna do that because i want to go on vacation you're probably gonna want to take a vacation away from the twins at some point maybe i feel like twins would be hard like our first child was really easy and quiet, so we just would forget that he was there anyways. But I think twins would not do that. Our first child was horrific. Thank you yeah. so I've, much. Yeah. Horrific. Some things lots never change. Of, like food allergy, weird deals. We had. I didn't the, have lots of food allergies. It, like one big one. Hey, he's he's not saying specifically it was you. Yeah, he said my first child. No, no, he didn't name <laughs> yes, names. Yes, he did. I didn't name names, but yeah, it was it was rough. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's talk about paternity leave because uh, you were a pastor 
when your all kids three, are born, right? Yeah, and got the. Let me let me think about it. Um, times it by. I'm gonna do the all the weeks combined with all three of my daughters that I got paternity leave. Uh, Carrie, oh zero. Zero. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I got. I, I was. I almost forgot to carry the the zero. Yeah. And yeah. then I did carry the zero, and it still ended up being zero. But I, in in defense of Grace Church, I didn't ask for any. Um, you were trying to not change diapers. <laughs> I also feel like 1994. Sorry, giving away my age now, but that was a different time than now. Like True. it wasn't near as common in the 90s for. Well, long maternity, maternity yeah. or paternity people leave. weren't getting maternity leave yet and then paternity leave came along later yeah uh, my church still doesn't recognize cat maternity leave so well, that's, that's disappointing, disappointing. <laughs> but so when jacob was born i actually uh was still in ohio still getting paid but had been laid off uh we were on medicaid and so he was born and then I started my job three weeks later. So I got three weeks of paternity leave just because I was in between jobs, leaving the one that had let me go and going yeah, I'm not to the sure next that one. Counts. Well, I got paid. So right. I just feel like it was a leave. Uh, and then with. I think it has to be intentional in order to claim this as paternity leave. I'm not saying they gave it, I just used it that okay. way. Because I, I redeemed the time. Now. I, I'm convinced if I would have went to my church and said, hey, I need a couple weeks off to be with the new babies, they would have said yes. I'm well, convinced of that. If I would have asked for it. Were I, you home at all? Like, I don't remember. You were a baby. No, I'm trying yeah. to remember my youngest sibling. She I was, was difficult. <laughs> yeah, she, she was. still is. <laughs> I think, so when I went, when uh, Jackson was born, we were here, and I said I would want to take time off, and we didn't have a policy either, and so I was told I could take a week plus however much of my vacation I wanted to as well. Um, but I had just hit, uh, I think I had just hit four weeks vacation. So I took, um, we had gone on the mission trip. I took that week off right before. Then I got the, the paternity week and then I took off another week. So I ended up out of the office three weeks by, uh, just by the way the schedule worked out. But they didn't really, they had never really discussed paternity leave and it's not in there now. Um, maybe they should worry about that for the future, but currently it's not a concern in the staff. So, yeah. So, but they should work on that. Uh, let's talk about since we're talking about spouses, because spouses involved, right? Um, you can't uh, you can't have maternity leave without a paternity involved. So let's talk about um, let's talk about spouses. Can your spouse work with you? Um paid like we like i don't have any paid positions in youth ministry per se to give to my spouse if she would have applied for let's say the office manager job they would have interviewed her like they hired uh, someone within church to do the office manager job that was open within the last year so okay it, they wouldn't have had a problem with that see our church wouldn't like that i it's funny because sarah was one of our directors of children's ministry for three years but that was like a very, very part-time position. So uh, probably did 15 to 20 hours a week of work and got paid for five hours a week. So very generous of her. And she was allowed to do that. But then when we we're talking about, okay, we're making this shift. We need to, as part of this shift, um, the family ministry needs their own administrative assistant. We had hired a consultant and ministry coach to work through all that. And his recommendation was not only that we have one for 20 hours a week, well, he said 20 to 30, uh, but that that person should be Sarah. 
because obviously we work well together and she is gifted administratively. She gets and loves ministry. Uh, but then when the elders discussed it, they said, we don't want to hire a, uh, a staff spouse because that can get awkward. Thought, well, wasn't that awkward when she was doing it? <laughs> yeah, lot. what difference does it make if it's five right. hours like, I was, I was already her boss yeah. at, at church, not at home. <laughs> and very egalitarian. But at work, I was her boss. So I, it didn't seem that way. But I think they didn't want to uh, make the financial investment to that level with a spouse in case in case she wasn't good at it, maybe. Or in case, like, you know, if they had to fire me, then what do you do with her? We just had that conversation with a friend. So um, uh, hopefully they would have handled it more professionally. But yeah, it's just, so they don't they don't want anything to do with that. We have married couple on staff, a full time and a part time, um, and they are the worship director and then director of engagement. When you started with were, I really thought you were saying, and they are the worst. <laughs> I honestly thought that was. I was like, here we go. No, don't tell anyone at Erica's church <laughs> that no, we have this podcast. But they've both been on staff for a long time at North Point too, and yeah, I mean, you really wouldn't necessarily know that they're spouses i mean like they're not acting like michael and holly during the no staff yeah they're, they're not like they're more like jim and pam they're not weird yeah, yeah. they i mean the only i mean thing if they're professionals if they actually like love god and work hard for him there's not going to be an issue yeah the only reason you would know that they are spouses is that they share an office Okay. So that's obviously you're not putting. And when the door is closed and there's a sock on the handle, don't <laughs> they're go not anywhere near that, that office. It's a, their 2 p.m. tickle fights are a dead giveaway. <laughs> the, the, that's a Dwight and Angela. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's go down to the um, loading dock. Yes. So I do have a question then. Just follow up question on this married couple. Are they the worst? No. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Uh, since my mind had gone there, I really needed that. Reassurance. Yeah, I needed to know. Good. I did hear that also, by the way. I, I was going, whoa, here we go. Yeah, I don't often, like, I try to keep pointing towards the microphone as best I can, but I definitely, like, looked right at you while you were talking. Like, I was I was very excited. They are the worst. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, when everybody knows that the worship pastor is not as good as the youth pastor. Correct. And when it's, when it's a youth pastor that does both, they're better at youth. Yeah, they're just they're just doing the other to get more money out of the deal. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about benefits. We talked about benefits a little bit earlier, different kinds of benefits. Uh, so, just some. I'm just gonna list off some benefits that uh, a church might have. We don't have to go in depth. Like, if we just like, do you get this? Do you get that? That's gonna get really boring. Our three fans are gonna shut it off. Yes. So let's just run it this <laughs> way. Um, actually, we're just gonna go yes or no. Yes. Okay. Retirement. No. Yes. Yes. How much? Uh, I think they they do a like they is it like six percent? Yeah. And then but I, three of it's yours. Um, yes. Same. Yeah. Insurance. Yes. Yes. But yes. Then when my wife got uh, fully employed at Bronson Hospital, we went to her insurance, yeah, and then we, they just gave me a bump in salary. Mine. Yep, that's what I have too. Mine used to it. do. Uh, full insurance, but then they said nobody outside of the church world gets that. And maybe that's true. I don't know. I've been a pastor for a long time. So they gave me a raise so that my net pay was the same, but now I pay for 40% of my insurance. So then when insurance goes up, 
I cover 40% of the increase. And, okay. of course, it always goes up. Uh, professional expenses. Yes. 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 I, had, I didn't get that at first, though. So He's not really good at this clear. just say no. yes. No, well, I, I think – I just want everyone to know. Like, <laughs> it, especially, like, if there's a young youth pastor out there or a wannabe who's listening to us, uh, you might have to fight for some of these things. You know who's a wannabe? Isaac. Spice he, Girls. He wanna be back in our good graces, but he, he still doesn't be. listen. No, he does not. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. So I'm just saying you might it have to happen. fight for that. You might. Yeah. Also, was... my professional expenses are wrapped into our overall youth budget, not into like a Oh separate... that's not professional okay. expenses then. But so, it is. I whoa. have a separate line for professional expenses, but it still is coming out of overall the youth budget as opposed to like an Erica line. I will say this. This is very funny because I never had that. And then last year, Kenny said it makes more sense to take your professional expenses and put them into the budget. So like if it's a professional expense but it's youth related, that should go in the youth budget because that tells us how much youth ministry actually costs us. I was like, that's insane, but okay. Uh, let's, uh, I'll try because, you know, I've done – it's only insane because I've done the same thing the same way all the time. Have a good spreadsheet. This year, he says – he said, yeah, I moved all that. So you put all that stuff in your budget. I moved that out. I have never seen that sort of stuff go into like a ministry budget. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, you <laughs> you know, that was your idea. And he's like, was it? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that was not one of my better ideas. <laughs> and so we pulled it back out. So I have a professional expense now outside of my youth budget as well. And by the way, we like Kenny. I do. Yes, because Kenny's now going to listen, at least to some of our podcasts. He so. just found out today that yeah. I do a podcast. I had obviously been tight-lipped about it previously, but I... Not because we've been bashing Kenny. No. No. No, we like Kenny. No, it's because... We like Kenny. We do like Kenny. Yeah. I really do. Right. He knows that. All right. But the... Um, perhaps the public image that I have... Behind his back is not the public image he wants me to have. He wants me to be nicer than I am in real life. Yeah, well, everyone wants I'm that. I'm super nice, sure. you'll recall. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, housing allowance. No. No. You have to be yes. ordained in our denomination. Yeah, I, to you do have to be ordained. Well, that's the... That's... I'm only partially ordained, and she's... Nothing. Less than ordained. You're not nothing. You're something. But nothing. You're, you're <laughs> something and his difficult child. Um, so since birth, yeah, <laughs> which is not true. Well, actually, if we asked Sandy, maybe in the even before for a long time, we that had to buy special formula for you that cost a ton. That was not my fault. It wasn't my fault. I wasn't the one who was a terrible toddler. Actually, issues tend to come through the father's line, don't they? they no, I have no issues. Yeah, also, you're pretty your difficult. You're the reason I'm having twins. Not those too, kind of difficulties. So. I think I don't cost people money. Wait, she's having twins because of your family. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty difficult because of your mother. Yeah, but isn't that nice, twinsies? Yeah, well, I You're like... You're welcome. I like saying Two twinsies. Two for the price of one. Uh, only up front. Yeah, well, <laughs> Not later. <laughs> uh, we have housing allowance, but I am an ordained pastor. Yes. So that makes a difference. Uh, paid time off. So we're not... To, so va- vacation, sick time, personal days, that kind of stuff. Right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, and I have a lot of vacation. We didn't get, we didn't get raises this year, so they gave me an extra week of vacation. That's all right. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Um, Because I've always said, you know, my my view is, you know, with the amount of vacation I have, I said I would take half of it and take a payout, but they won't do that. So I'm like, all right, well, then I'll just not be at the office. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break from this uh, riveting talk to talk about a riveting 
movie Monday. Riveting. Very riveting. This, yeah. this, I mean, very. I'm very, very excited. I don't about remember this. much <laughs> about the movie. I do, but might, I remember the hot dog I ate. It might. Uh, okay. It might be. Um, well, I don't, okay. No one's gonna say anything. Okay, it, fine. No, I'm just gonna say that right. it might be one of the most. I know, but I'm, it's, it's human resources. Yes. Um, it's one of the more interesting movies we've ever watched. I don't okay. even remember the that. name of it anymore. It's called Willie's Wonderland. That's right. Featuring Nicolas Cage. Um, featuring. Yeah, featuring Nicolas Cage Define. in one of his best roles ever. Let me say this: he didn't have a single stupid line in the no, whole movie. No, not one. And that's impressive for him. I was going to say, what is, what is he famous for? Gone in 60 Seconds? No, National uh, whole, Treasure. Obviously. National, National Treasure. Well, he got yeah. National Treasure because of Gone in 60 Seconds. He was on a streak of uh, doing good uh, movies. And then he Air. thought, you know what? I'm just going to get paid for anything. Um, and he what did, was the, the Rock? That was a good one. That's I'm one of my favorites. I'm not talking Dwayne Johnson. I'm talking no. That was good with Sean Connery. Uh, but you got to be ready to embrace the F word if you're going to watch that. Yeah, a few There's times. like 120 of those like, bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, my husband's saying Ghost Rider in the background. Okay. Hey, Ghost Rider 2. I'll give you my son Jacob's phone number. He's the only other person that wants to talk about that movie. Uh, they so, were whatever. No, they were the worst. Okay. They were really bad. They are worse. He, remember he did... Uh, oh, of his left, movies. I thought you meant... Behind, too. He did it after oh, that's right. Cameron. He yeah, and you put a sticker on something in my youth How do we talk about the movie we saw, though? Uh, yeah, okay. So the movie we saw, Willie's Wonderland. So uh, first, let's give it just the, the proper treatment. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I would pay full price knowing what I know today. Okay. <laughs> I, I loved it. To, to watch it again, you would pay full price? Yes. Because right. I don't think I would watch it again. Not by myself, though. I would want to take friends. You want me to go so he can make fun of it. The most disappointing thing is that there were other people in the theater. Yes. So we could not joke so loudly yeah, about it. Very sad. That's actually like the busiest the movie busiest we've ever been yeah, to on a Monday a- morning. Uh, two fifty. Even though it costs four bucks, I'm gonna call that one a two fifty. Yeah, I am too. But we should preface. Yeah, preface. preface. Let's go. That yeah. our theater now, because of the COVID restrictions, and they are not doing early morning uh, movies. So yeah, two fifty is out. So it's four dollars. Yes. So we have it's it's, but that's still fine. We're gonna say you still say two fifty for tradition. For tradition, yeah, I'm gonna say that. What yeah, did Erica say? I'm sorry. I wasn't, she agreed. Yeah. I would go to it again. Would you? But yes. would you go to it at K10 and pay eight bucks? Yes. No. Not yes, a chance. Yes, I would. I would go to Celebration and pay 10 and get some food. That's the kind of movie that if I so saw the, the DVD at the dollar store, I wouldn't even buy it there. If I, I saw the DVD at the dollar store, I would buy it to give away at our Christmas party. To give to my dad. Yeah. I would buy multiple copies. And I invite all our fans... Yeah. To All in our in your feedback, send us your favorite Nick Cage lines from that movie. <laughs> After That's they what watch I want it. you to do. After you watch it, just send us what your favorite lines were. There, there was one scene that was particularly uncomfortable. It was kind of like the, uh, you know, the the worst thing that they did to episode one, other than all the Senate talk, was that they didn't give us the straight up Darth Maul fight. Right. They kept going back to stuff we didn't care about. Right. And this movie had that, but the thing it kept going back to, I actually was very uncomfortable with. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 It's a little inappropriate, so there's no nudity, but no. you're going to want to check that parent guide before you go. Not a lot of curse words, <clears throat> especially from Nick. I was impressed that Nick When's really the last kept down the curse words. I don't words. think he swore at all in this movie. Not at all, I don't no. think. I was so, very impressed with that. And I think that's been a while for him, especially since he's the guy that's now doing the thing on Netflix, like the history of cuss words, so he's just like... 
shouting the F word. Well, I think left not behind that I watched really that. made an impact on him. Yeah. No. Keith, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. I enjoyed the um, song in this movie. Oh, right, right, right. Because he's, so he's basically in a Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. Or like, actually, remember Showbiz Pizza? Yes. It's a lot more like Showbiz Pizza. Yeah. And so they have the animatronic things and they would sing their song and it was it yeah. was filthy in there. He's trying to clean it up. So. And he did a great job of cleaning it up. And he drank that he pop? Did. Yeah. Uh, Bang yeah. or? It was, a, it was an energy like thing. Like an energy thing. Yeah. It, which, yeah. I, but it said exactly, pop on it, not yeah, soda. I'm not exactly so like sure why. If he was diabetic, they never really said that. I know, because it was like a time thing. He always had to have it. So, But I actually, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. I don't know why. Anyway, Willy's Wonderland. See it or don't. You have a two-thirds opinion. It might not be worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> you might not want to take my opinion. Well, no, one. but let me say this. Some people really enjoy watching bad movies just so they can laugh at them. I You will do it. that. That's this. Yep. Oh yeah, you got to go in there with a mind that mind. But like, I'm willing to do that at four dollars. But if I went to a theater and there was a lot of people and I wasn't allowed to make fun of it throughout the movie, I would have struggled. And you spent eight dollars. And I spent eight. And I think having concessions this time made the movie better too. That's the true. Overall experience Agreed. was better. Agreed. Yeah, I was pretty let down with my chocolate covered almonds, but I still enjoyed my time. Again. Yeah, it was I want good. popcorn again. Yeah. I want a pretzel. We're gonna go see a movie here. Soon. Soon, yeah. Two of us. Actually, I might go with you. Oh, you might. Okay. Yeah. Just don't ruin the movie by going into labor. I've, Can you I'm, agree to I've that? I've been pretty good for the last hour. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> she has go. not given birth in the last hour. <laughs> That's just an update. You heard it here first. Uh, all right. Let's go, let's go back to one more kind of yes. human resources issue. Uh, now, you've worked at a church before this. You have not. But let's talk about, for lack of a better term, we'll call it severance. Um, because sometimes like we had somebody that quit and the church gave him three months severance, which by the way, flipped people out because they said he must be fired because you don't give severance to people that quit. But the church wanted to take care of him and his family. So that's what we did. And I kept thinking, you know, like I got, I got promoted and I got a raise after his severance was done. I'm like, you all need to calm down. I'm literally the only one that has a right to care that we're paying him because I can't get a raise until he's off the payroll. <laughs> so you all can just calm down. But, uh, yeah, so we're talking about severance. Do you, does your church do anything? Like, is there a tradition that they yes. follow? Yes. What is At it? At least with a senior pastor. Well, they've never fired a youth pastor. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah. we, uh, when our senior pastor moved on, we said, we're going to pay you until you get your next call. And when we kind of transitioned from him and said, okay, it's, you know, he's going to. Did he choose to leave or did you guys send him? We sent him. Okay, but you yeah. really took care of him. Yes. Because yes. that's a very generous move to make for someone that you no longer want to lead for whatever reason. Yeah. And then didn't you go like two years? Yeah. But he, he got a job a lot quicker than that. But yeah, we were vacant for about two years. Yeah. And you just did what But that's we kind of a, in, in the CRC, you know, a denomination, you're usually vacant for at least a year, mm -hmm. you know, so it's not uncommon. Well, you probably are uncommon. very much nitpicking every candidate. Well, and like they even tell us don't even look at, hiring someone new for probably around six months. You know, take time to evaluate who you are as a church and blah, 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 and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. That, and we did that and they had like experts come down and talk to us to try to identify our strengths and weaknesses and blah, blah, How stuff. much sitting through those meetings did you think, why are you here? I already know all of this. <laughs> I say that with every meeting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I was asking. You're now the one that goes to the meetings and tells other people. Yeah. So yeah, I, that makes sense. And also it's really hard to follow someone immediately. 
So if there's some kind of buffer where things yeah. are uh, a little listless because there's no one leading, that makes the next person look good. Yeah, yeah people are excited about them. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. finally, Joey's not teaching on Sunday <laughs> morning. We're back to a real pastor. Uh, what about your church? So when you left the last church, what happened? I did not get any severance. I didn't expect to get anything from them. They did give me like a financial gift when I left. Like but- a, a set amount or a love offering? Do you guys do love offerings or is that a Baptist thing? It's a like offering. It wasn't really like... Not really There was no special offering taken, but my HR team from my last church did have an amount that they they did give me. The church without any approach to maternity leave had an HR team? Toby. Yes. That is quite the revelation. It was... It was in the process, I think. But again, okay. they never had a full-time female at that church. I was the first full-time female in years, I think, at least, that had been there. And they had never dealt with anybody my age. So it was never something they had to talk about. But I didn't expect to get any like official type of severance from that church. Mainly because I personally, like, I don't feel like I was there long enough to really earn that yeah you like, were just there bringing was, down the average stay of youth pastors like i was no i didn't bring it down actually were but you there two years i was there for two years okay. um so i didn't expect to like get anything from them really in return for that plus you were unemployed for that long before you got the job at north point i was never unemployed yeah, yeah. She, so like, she jumped what do you need severance for when you're yeah you're going boom boom i went from one to the other i took yeah, yeah. Like just for more wing doozy off. money for her yeah. that's her big her big benefit is that she now has a connection with this wing place yeah but it's too far away yeah. i just drove by it this closer. morning i mean they weren't open yet but i drove by it this morning mm-hmm. going to my in-laws well okay so i know for a fact that our church does severance because my friend why, why do you know for a fact because my friend left and hold on my <laughs> my my friend left and they paid him three months they let him take uh his macbook and uh, i don't remember and they continued to insure him for the three months to give him time to transition do you have any other knowledge about severance at your church i do have knowledge about maybe it's not severance in this case but um i do know that I'm leaving my job. Oh! I do know that. And uh, you all can know that because this won't post for another week. So in real time, I told my students yesterday. And in podcast time, by the time uh, anyone could hear this at the earliest, I told my whole church yesterday. And Kenny knows too. Kenny does Kenny know, actually. It. I just um, like giving Kenny shout outs now. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny okay. better listen to this episode. Kenny's, Kenny's getting a shout out. So um, last year, out of the, you know, just randomly, uh, Kenny said to me, Hey, if you ever think you're going to leave this job, I want you to tell me, like, before you start looking. And I told him that that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. That that was insane, uh, because the youth pastor job doesn't always feel the most secure. No, and so I I wasn't going to tell him that. And then uh, in December I started to feel that for the first time that maybe I would leave, and I just put you know you know how it is like I've been here eleven and a half years, and so I pushed it aside and I, I said no I'm just tired I need to go on vacation I went on vacation I thought it even more. Push it aside. I said, we're not meeting in person for youth. It's that. It's because the children's ministry has launched. So I just kept pointing my fingers at all these things saying, nope, it's that, it's that, it's that, it's that. Um, and, you know, God wouldn't leave me alone as as is his MO. So 
finally, after five or six weeks of wrestling, I told Sarah that I thought maybe it was time to go. And she was really relieved because she had been um, feeling that too. But she was like, if it's from God, Jeff will hear it and actually acknowledge it eventually. Because she knows that she she's quicker to accept the difficult things from God. And I she knows that I'm going to spend time arguing about it. So, uh, and then I got there. But then if it wasn't from God and it was just her, then, you know, she didn't want to burden me with that. Like, feel like she was jerking me around. But once we talked to each other, we felt pretty relieved, prayed about it together uh, for a week and talked about it again and said... Yep, it's time to go. Then so, you told us next, right? I did, actually. Yes. You guys were early on. Actually, well, like, you guys knew that I was thinking about going before I had made the final decision. Mm-hmm. So, um, but not everybody in our Youth Pastor Network could have that benefit. So I did not tell everyone, but I told you guys that. So I went and I, um, I thought, I'm not, I told you that, I texted you guys this, and I said, I think Kenny's going to be upset with me because he said this, and there's no way I'm going to do it. Right. And God said, I bet there's a way. So he wouldn't let me sleep. And I like, just try like I'd just fall asleep and then I'd wake up like in terror, worrying about the ministry and what was going to happen because I'm going to get a job and then I'm going to leave a month later and there's not going to be time to set up a good transition plan. But that's what I have to do because I don't want I don't want them to get mad and, and kick me out of there. But I finally relented after a week of misery that I really needed to tell them. So a couple weeks ago, almost three weeks ago now, I told uh, Dave, who we have co-lead pastor. So Dave was my boss for nine and a half years. And Kenny's been my boss for the last year and a half, no, two years. And uh, I told them. And when I told Kenny, he said he he really appreciated it. Nobody's mad at me. I, that was my big fear <laughs> that people I care. I don't care about everyone's opinion. But if I do care, I don't want people to be upset with me. So... There wasn't any of that. They were really supportive. And Kenny said he really appreciated that I told him because he he wasn't a big fan of how strongly I responded last year and disagreed with him. So he remembered that. And so he re, he really appreciated they told him. He said, you've honored me by telling me and, and letting me prepare for this. He said, we'll honor you by letting you stay on staff as long as you need. So don't set a definite date. Um, you know, what, what, we'll figure out what your tentative date is, but we're not putting anything on paper because you're on staff here until you accept the job and tell us. So that's my severance is that I get to, they're not just giving me money to go away. I'm going to work, but I, you know, it's, it's good terms. So, which is great because now, you know, my kid, my, uh, welcome welcome to the conversation, Wrigley. Yeah. Wrigley was upset that I talk about my kids and Erica doesn't talk about him. <laughs> but with with my kids, Jacob's biggest concern was, can we still go to our church when we come home for Christmas? And I was grateful that that was an easy question to answer. Yeah, it's yes. Yeah. Because if the answer was no, because there was something wrong, I don't. I would be like I don't know. Because yeah. I wouldn't want to tell him I'm not going to drag a church. But uh, there's nothing to drag here. It's it's really good. So probably uh, middle to end of summer, I will be somewhere else. But I don't know yet where I'll be. Um, and that should scare me to death. I never miss an opportunity to worry, even when it's not worth worrying over. And yet I've had 
perfect piece since I told them. It's it's been really good. So that's what I know about severance. I know that I'm not getting fired, so I don't get one. There you go. <laughs> oh wait, that's what the people said when my friend left. No, I know that I know that I'm not leaving like right now. Like um, I do know uh, from the past that if I said, "Listen, I'm burnt out. I've got to go. I've got to leave." They would have given me three months severance just to go yeah. to take care of me. I already know that from previous conversations, but that's not what this is. So we'll be recording over Zoom at some point yeah. later this year. Yeah, because okay. I won't. I will not be living in this area. So, so any can is there anything good to like? What's something positive to say? That's a really heavy. I know it's sad for you. They don't care because they don't no, live by us anyway. None of them care. Um, yeah. So but, they're not sad. But hey, you know, if you go, uh, let's say you get a job in California, I got a place to stay. So that's right. Or Florida. Florida. I have a condo in Florida, so. So I could just live there. For a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it a timeshare? Yeah. Okay. Probably Sarah wants something more long term. But you, but you could go to Florida, is what I'm saying. And my family, my dad and I, can go on vacation, stay in our condo, and say hey to you. Meet you yeah. at Disney World. Well, there's there's some interest in Florida. Uh, not from the first church I worked at. They would never want me to come back ever again. Um, <laughs> and actually, one of the neat things is you you had this conversation with me. Uh, because I, you know, I, honestly, I was like, well, I'm 39 and I make a lot of money. Who can, who, well, in youth pastor yeah, dollars, yeah. who can afford to hire me and so I can take care of my family? And so, you know, initially I, I threw out an application to a little bit bigger church for a children's ministry job. Uh, and I felt like, you know, I had a relatively, I had an in there because it turned out I had a friend on staff and it was a good area. And I knew the job had been open for a couple of years and I knew they could afford me. So I thought, well, I could do that. I'm like, I'm good at children's ministry. Um, and Sarah kept asking me that question. Like, are you sure you want to do children's? Are you sure you want to do children's? She's very gentle with her approach. <laughs> um, if not for a pandemic, Joey may have just grabbed me by the shoulders. You still could have. We were sitting across from each other at lunch. Yeah. And uh, you just told me, like, that's not who you are. Yeah. You're a youth pastor. And I had an interview that night with that church, and the answers were good, and things were going well. Uh, and even though they liked my answers, I could tell I was it was very academic. And the one time I felt anything was when I said, I can't really answer that with children because I haven't run children's ministry directly for five years, but I have a good example from youth that I could share. And when, as I was sharing that example, that was like the first time in the interview I really felt like I felt what I was talking about. Like I was really into that. Uh, so uh, by the time I went to bed that night, you know, I said I was going to pray about it, but then I, um, you know, I, I went to bed and then I got out of bed and came back to Sarah. I'm like, I don't need to pray about it. Like it's been answered. I have to withdraw from this. I am a youth pastor. And then I went to bed. Yeah, I plan on anything you get close. I'm just going to remind you that's not the place for you. And then uh, a year from now, you'll still be at KCC. And so <laughs> yeah. it'll work out well. <laughs> well, the problem is the uh, the whole church is on the verge of knowing that I'm leaving. Oh, okay. So Fair it's enough. not going to work out. Fine, so. fine. Yeah, so that's that's what we have today. Human resources. I hope we made it more interesting than... Toby, Toby Flenderson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this was more exciting than his dangers in the workplace. Maybe seminar. not more exciting than Holly Flax, though. No, she got ethical. Yeah. yeah. And actually, ethical. I'll never forget the look on her face when she found out that Meredith was sleeping with the guy <laughs> to get a discount on paper, yeah. and she thought that was so wrong. Yeah. That was cute. <laughs> and Michael took her out for lunch for a nice lunch so actually I really love well, though, when he's really mad at her so he throws away her leftovers yes he's like I I just didn't 
uh, go up because I don't want to ride in the elevator with her. And then he threw away her leftovers. <laughs> uh, it, it's amazing that she saw anything in him. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. And uh, next episode. We're talking about be, middle school. Yeah. Very exciting. That is going to be a good one. I suppose the other ones are good ones, but that'll be a really good one. So yeah, so tune in for that one. So I'll catch you on the uh, flippity flip though. Over and out. You're not even committed to that. <laughs> no. You I'm look. Not. You look like you hate that. I do. Bye. <laughs>